Welcome to episode 13 of the Art and BS podcast. I am your host, James Geralds. This is the podcast by artists, for artists, and art lovers. We are recording from Fresno, California. I'd like to give a quick shout out to all the fathers. Father's Day just passed. Y'all been holding it down. Wanted to give a shout out to everybody um, for today because it's Juneteenth and we're going to get into that for this episode, which is the general theme because we'd like to bring some light to that. Not enough conversations going around for it. A little bit of a side business. I updated my web store, put some paintings up. So if you guys are art collectors and you're into things of that nature, you can check out my web store that James Gerald's Big Cartel. It's in my bio on Instagram, stuff like that to make it easy for you guys. Um, Also, we still got the How We Got Here books um, currently available. If you guys want a signed copy, you can hit me up directly. We can get those for you. There might become a time where, you know, they're just on Amazon and you can't get that no more and you just got to go through, you know, and you might have to find a brother to get it signed. You never know. Things change. The only thing in life that's constant is change. Um, So a lot of stuff has been going on. I didn't release this episode on Monday. Uh, I've been painting a bunch. So, you know, I kind of got busy. I was going to record an episode. um, And then life circumstances got happened. I got kind of got pushed back. Get well soon, everybody. Um, And then, you know, we're here. Waking up today, you know, I was thinking, how can I, you know, bring this bring this out while I'm working on things? You know, it's, it's kind of coming across my brain. And um, Juneteenth, yeah. So let's talk about it. Juneteenth. So the th- the crazy thing about Juneteenth is a lot of people don't even know what Juneteenth is. So what is Juneteenth? Juneteenth is actually, folks, that is the, it's essentially, some people would say it's the Independence Day for black people. To be more specific, you know, after like the whole Civil War, all that shit popped off, the Emancipation Proclamation pops off, like two and a half years passes and uh, Texas still has slaves. So um, there's a general who rode down there and he was like, you know, hey, y'all, you know, you guys are fucking free. All these motherfuckers are free due to the accordance of, you know, those fools up north and shit. You know, we won, bow it down. But the crazy part is, is when they rode down there, um, the general or whatever, they tell the slaves, like, hey, like, you guys are free and shit, but, um, like, stay here and work and get your money, right? So, there, there's, like, instantly, like, a moral dilemma, like, fuck, you know what I'm saying? How are you telling these motherfuckers, say, anyway, let's move forward. So, um, there's that, and then, you know, after the, you know, like, after June 19th, you know, some people didn't tell the slaves because it's not like the news got directly to the slaves. It had to be like disseminated. Boom. Some people told them, some people didn't. Eventually, you know, it all trickled out. And then, you know, from there, we enter this period um, 
in our country, you know, did had things like the Jim Crow laws and segregation and things like that. So there was never really a a time where we could really even get these um these celebrations even in. There was never even time where we could really get it popping. But actually, you know what? That's that's not entirely true. So like the next year after Juneteenth happened, um, slaves came together and they put together like their they pulled their money and fucking uh, they're like eight hundred bucks. You know what I'm saying? Da, 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 da. Put together and then boom, there's Emancipation Park right there. So like, cause after after you know the Civil War, the the emancipation of our people you know, then Jim Crow hits you. And then there's this weird like time where it's like, you know, some people view it like, well, we really weren't free, you know, at that particular time. Some people view it as we really weren't free at that time. So it's a general kind of consensus, right? But for me, it's like, even though I understand it and I I agree with it personally, looking back at our history, I have to say it's, it's like a necessary step in that, you know, um, but then there's like, you know, people who are like uh, W.E.B. Du Bois and his philosophy was more so like we need all of that shit. Like we need it's not just enough that we're no longer in chains like we need like perfect equality we need like adequate representation like we need like equal schooling we need fucking um you know, just in general to be on the same land, you know, things like that just are important for the, um, for the people to thrive and and to grow. So you enter this period where it's boom, there's that, but then it's not really, you know, it's not really celebrated. Um, later on, Martin Luther King, he wanted to do like the poor people's march on that particular day on Juneteenth. There's a fact for you guys. Um, so, I mean, like in history, it, it, it hasn't caught on, you know, the last week I've been looking into, you know, if does anybody know about this? Cause you know, we're, there's a lot of stuff going on in the media right now, there's a lot of, you know, every day is some kind of day. It's National Danish Day. It's National, you know, give your cat a piggyback ride day, you know. So I'm curious as to when important things happen, are we paying attention to these things? Or are we just, you know, focused on mundane days and, you know, uh, fucking waffle day or whatever it is, you know, and seeing that there's a distinct lack of conversation about this particular day when there's a lot of conversation about other pockets of the civil rights movement, if, if I can say that, um, I, you know, I challenged myself to make this podcast and, you know, do an episode about this. So, um, you know, it, we can all educate ourselves because for me, you know, we would always, we, I grew up, my family didn't celebrate Juneteenth. I didn't know about it, you know, and then I started hitting up some of my homies, you know, and I'm like, Hey, like, did you celebrate? And they're like, nah, man, like, when did you hear about it? Like, when did you learn about it? It's like just a few years ago. So, you know, we grew up celebrating July 4th, which is America's independence from Great Britain, from the United Kingdom, from the Queen, whatever you want to call them, from the King, 
you know, but then there's also the month before that on June 19th, there's Juneteenth, which is essentially an important day in American history. So as I'm, you know, getting ready this uh, today to fucking make this podcast, you know, I don't really because this is one of those ones where. I kind of wanted to make it. I didn't really know. So, you know, I'm chopping up with my homie and, and like we're joking around and shit like, you know, at some point they're going to fucking commercialize this shit. Right. And then I was saying, yeah, they're going to have like Macy's fucking Juneteenth Day sale, like Popeye's fucking Juneteenth specials. <laughs> 10 piece for $7.99. <laughs> God, oh, that's terrible. So I say that to to segue into I get on Twitter and then Bernie is talking about, uh, yo, let's get this shit popping as a national holiday. And I'm with it. I'm with the shits. Uh, But I'm just like, for me, I don't want to see no fucking. (laughs) Uh, You know, here's my thing. It's like you can. There's one thing to like, because it, it's good that I feel like we should, uh, you know, pay attention to these things, create a dialogue, a discussion, and move forward. But if it's gonna, if we're just commercializing and fucking, uh, you know, using this as another reason for some bullshit, then, you know, whatever, whatever. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's just like fucking. Columbus Day sale, like like he gets a sale, you know, and he's a mass murder, rapist, pillager, you know, all of that. So, I mean, shit, I don't, yeah, man, it's a tricky situation. Okay, so, you know, we're here. Why is, why is it that we never celebrated this? So let's kind of get back to that. So... Our parents, did they know about it? I don't know. I, you know, I, I haven't talked to my parents uh, about that, and I'll, I'll need to to see. I actually should have totally called them before I did this fucking podcast, and that way I had the ammo. But anyway, um, I don't, you know, and I don't even know if they would have. But you know what? Honestly, yeah, it's it's weird. My my dad may, but he's probably like fuck that shit. Uh, you know. We'll see. I'll have to. I'll have to com- have a conversation with them. So you know, moving forward, I do know that in Fresno, California, one thing that I will say here is a few years back, and I hopefully they still have it. They would have a Juneteenth festival. So that was something that I thought was was super fucking dope. Um, but living in Indianapolis all those years, you know, with it being such a you know high black population, you would think that there would be one there, but there's not. Um, and then it's like, you know, they have Black Expo, but then also moving back, like, to look toward the history, um, I like how you can look toward history, that's hard, um, what you call fucking Texas was the first place to actually recognize Juneteenth as, like, a holiday. It's not a federal holiday, but it's like, yo, this is like, or not really a holiday, but just recognize the date. And then what's crazy though, here's the, here's the nuts part. Texas, y'all wild. And I love Texas. You guys are wild. though. How are you going to have a Juneteenth statue? And the Juneteenth statue is the guy who had the idea 
to make it a day officially in Texas. Like, that shit is nuts, man. Y'all, Texas, y'all wildin'. So, anyway, shout-outs to Texas. We got Texas listeners and stuff. Oh, yeah, also, shout-outs to the Apple listeners. Shout-outs to the Spotify listeners. Shout-outs to the people in the other category who are listening. If you're on fucking Google or Stitcher or Pocket Casts or, you know, any of those other little apps or whatever. I don't want to call them little because, hey, whatever, whatever plays we can get we can get um but pocket cast just sounds small doesn't it doesn't that just sound like something you would put in your pocket like it's <laughs> i should be able to call pocket cast little because anyway but uh where else we got listeners at uh man shout outs to all of the states we got listeners pennsylvania ohio nevada kentucky maryland california washington illinois um indiana Nebraska, dude, we got a bunch. I'm sorry if I forgot you guys. Florida, um, yeah, it was like a bunch of like crazy places on there. I never saw. I'm sorry, you guys, if I forgot you. Shout outs to the other countries: Canada, Sweden, Mexico, Germany. Who else was messing with us? Who's Australia was rocking with us. Um, we got merch coming soon. Yeah, I stopped the middle of the episode to plug all types of stuff and to give you guys shout outs. So, today, how does Juneteenth affect, like, how how am I seeing this? James, as a black man, how is Juneteenth affecting you? Well, honestly, James, to be perfectly honest, hold on. Honestly, James, you know what? I don't, it's, it's interesting because now having this, podcast and this platform, you know, doing this episode, um, you know, for me, I'm not a guy who does artwork based on holidays and stuff like that. So, you know, as much as I like, you know, do like the, the idea sounds great. Yeah. Let me do some stuff for Juneteenth. Having one, two, three, four, having like five paintings I'm working on and needing to get all of those out um yeah it sometimes you know it sucks because it's like part of me is like yeah I'm not making it a priority part of me is like is it a priority and then but then there's like this interest thing and I'm just being honest with you guys I think out loud and I'm I'm doing to myself (laughs) pause (laughs) what I do to the guests just trying to get you know to the root of idea Okay, so I totally lost my train of thought. But um, oh, I was talking about how it affected me doing art, and then um, yeah, you know, I mean, like that's it sounds great. Boom. Okay, James, like do this, you know, project or do that particular project, you know. But then, you know, I'm working on a still life, or I'm working on, you know, some sort of, you know other sort of painting that I'm doing, you know, or something like that, and, uh, I don't, you know, it's weird because when I talk about it on the podcast, now that I'm saying it out loud, I, I now I have to, bruh, hold on, I just had a moment, the, the whole thing went on, yeah, I'll eventually, at some point, I'll do stuff like that, but for those who know me, know that that stuff is, that type of stuff is in the works, so we just have a few um, 
T's to cross and a few I's to dot and shit like that before we get to the to the crazy stuff. But um, you know, having the conversation with people because um, it's a dialogue, you know. And and the thing is, is a lot of times people may not a they may not know you know how to talk about it or b they might not know that it even exists you know like you may have a friend that knows about Juneteenth and wants to have the conversation but they don't know if like a and and you know what's funny is I'm speaking from a black man's perspective but then also think like if you're like people don't they might not know how how we might take it you know what I'm saying like oh we still ain't free like somebody says to you happy Juneteenth just trying to be cool to you like oh motherfucker we still ain't free when that's yeah and no and it's like awareness so creating the dialogue may be more important uh because the more we create the dialogue then we can get to a like what's really happening and then be like where do we want to go from here because there are a lot of allies out there there are a lot of people who really you know are fighting the good fight there are There's a lot of people who are fucking full of shit and appropriating the hell out of every culture that they can. However, for those who are fighting in the good fight and who are truly our allies, you know, we can tell. Shout out to y'all. You know, these sort of discussions are, they're they're great uh, to have because how else do you have these discussions? And it's never, it's never coming or going from or to any other place outside of understanding. You know, I want to understand what you're saying. You want to understand what I'm saying. Like, and at the end of the day, like, there's no, like, we can have a a discussion about these sort of things and not walk away with malicious intent. You know, barring, you know, as long as you don't say nothing crazy, like, don't call me a nigger in the middle of the conversation, then we'll be okay. (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It was funny. It was not funny. That may not be funny to some of you guys. Some people are going to laugh their ass off at that one. There's probably like a 5%, 5%. But no, seriously. Okay, so we're back to it. Laughing at my own jokes. Um, but no, seriously, guys. We can have these conversations. And if you're coming to the table, like, with the with an open mind and, okay, where is this the where is this understanding at that, that I'm not seeing? Like if someone wants me to understand this, or if you are coming from the other side and maybe you don't you know, cause my whole thing is like as black people, we have this way that we feel, and then there are people like that are that are white, you know, and they may know, they may not know. Some people you have the conversations with, some people you don't have that have the conversation with. And then there are other people who it's just it's weird, you guys, because across all spectrums, I feel like I've had all different types of conversations based on race. And like the people who are really the allies, like they don't really get offended and like they know like what's really good at the end of the day, you know, and like they recognize like that there is a privilege like but at the same time, like, I'm not, like, I know what's up. So, like, we can we can have this, we can have this uh, conversation, you know. And there's never, 
there's never any day that I wake up and it's like, yo, I'm trying to be on my, you know, super, let me just load up this clip and just take shots at all of these people just based on I'm feeling, you know, oppressed or uh, fucking subjugated or fucking marginalized or fucking like just however it is like, you know, you just that's not that's not what you do. But, you know, we have these conversations and then we can sort of I, I don't know if we can resolve or maybe we can work toward understanding and then through that comes a resolution because um yeah understanding is listening you know so if you're having conversations with your friends about you know their culture and things like that and you know you should you should really figure out what's really going on and uh you know what's really popping instead of like you know, uh, not having the conversations because these conversations are insightful. They are uplifting. And then when we have conversations, um, shit, we can just keep it, keep it going and then spread that positivity. So back to, uh, to Juneteenth where we're at, you know, the overall goal. And I think I kind of touched on before, but I really want to get back to the, the point and like, you know, celebrating 4th of July, celebrating Juneteenth. I made the joke about, you know, the, the chicken and the Juneteenth sale. But honestly, I think, you know, realistically, in order for us to celebrate, like for in order for you to get together with your family, you know, and to celebrate a day like that, it would have to really be a holiday. like, And that's what separates those particular days because I was talking to my homie Chris I'm like yo Chris what was was cracking man and then he was like dude I gotta work and I'm just like yeah and he said 4th of July you know they always they give you off Juneteenth they don't they're not recognizing that and everybody everybody gotta work so you know it's like if you did you know, looking at that that situation if you did want to have your family and you got fucking you know you and th- five, you know, it's it's five people total, you know, you and four brothers and sisters to pull everybody off of their jobs and away from their families is kind of nuts. You, we would need a national holiday. So, I mean, it's crazy because it's like that everything goes with it. Like you, I don't know if you can have it being a national holiday without a, um, you know, a Walgreens Juneteenth sale. It's just like you can't have, you know, like graffiti being like blowing up and there being, you know, a a vast movement without people who don't even care about it or people who never even put their work in. Like, hey, let me pick up like some paint and like go and be a toy and, you know, whatever, whatever and and do it. Uh, That may be a poor analogy. Um... And, and no, let, let me dive back into that analogy to make it a little better. I would say that it's, it's more the exploitation of like a people, right? So there's like, or like a particular style um, that you may like, or because it's the culture, right? Like at the end, at the end of the day, like it's like whatever culture is, if you're trying to exploit that shit, you see it, boom, get rich quick. Let me get on. And I People exploit whatever. They exploit, like, you know, hip-hop. They exploit mental health. They exploit fitness. They exploit fucking uh, 
all types of fucking shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, it, you know, snake oil salesmen are fucking everywhere. Um, shit, niggas be exploiting the podcast fucking game. Uh, but yeah, you guys, this is, you know, it's Juneteenth and, and it's a wonderful day. And uh, this episode, it's went in all types of directions. But I do want to say that, you know, we really, uh, we got to talk about this. We got to celebrate it. So start having like, fuck it, man. Next year at work, have a Juneteenth party. Fucking everybody have a potluck or some shit, you know, like bring that shit in. Like whatever you got to do, maybe you might bring, invite some homies over and just kick it. You know, don't put on any afros and, and act crazy. But, you know, like really you guys want to kick it. You guys want to fucking bump some Marvin or something. You know what I'm saying? You want to put some woo on and, you know, there's different traditions. Certain people like to, you know, I was kind of doing some research i'm seeing all right there's pockets of people that like to eat red food and things like that for you know overcoming and then the blood of black people me yeah red velvet cake i'm with it barbecue i'm with it strawberry soda maybe one day a year um yeah, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, whatever, however you want to do it, as long as, like, you know, you're pushing it forward and bringing awareness. Because whatever we can do, you know, is is better than just ignoring uh, the fact. So, you know, I mean, if you have a friend, call them and hit them up and say happy, start sending out some happy Juneteenth texts or whatever like that. Or just arm yourself and be educated. Because I feel like before anything else, if you go in and you look and you kind of see, the more uh, we look and we educate ourselves, the more we can, you know, take an active approach. And I'm a firm believer that you know, the art and BS family, as much as we like to kick it, you know, we, we twist up, we pour up, we, you know, we go hard, but we also are responsible. We also, when it comes down to it, we, we, you know, put the, uh, the pedal to the metal and we, we get to it when it comes down to it. And we have some smart fucking listeners out there. So with that being said, you know, you guys, it's all about just pushing forward. Um, we're going to go ahead, take a quick break, and uh, see what's cracking with these sponsors. And then I'm going to be back with you. Yeah. And we're back. The Art and BS Podcast, episode 13. We'll call this Juneteenth-ish. Because, yeah. So, uh, that's a cold blood punch in. We thank you guys for staying with us. Um, so to get back on the talk, I did actually, during the break, I hit my dad up and I asked him, I was like, pops was cracking, you know, um, give me your feedback on Juneteenth. And pops told me, uh, he said, you know, son, I got a lot of respect for the, for the, um, you know, for the day. And he told me that he didn't learn about it. Until he went to Texas. And then I said, Pops, when did you go to Texas? And he was like, right after you were born. It was like hella shit by my dad. I don't know. Uh, so <laughs> I was like, oh, we're okay. Uh, so then uh, he, he was at work. So I'm like, all right, you know, we'll continue this conversation later. And uh, my mom was at work also. So I didn't get a chance to call her and talk to her about it. But it makes me think, you know, okay, so my parents knew about this stuff. We always celebrated 4th of July. We never celebrated Juneteenth. Um, 
you know, and it's eerie. Um, I'm I'm really uh, I'm befuddled by the by the entire notion of it. But then at the same time, looking at myself, I've known about this uh, day for shoot maybe eight years now, and I have yet to have like a big event. You know, I'll do you know I'll like do a little celebration. You know, my solo, whatever, whatever. But I've never had like a barbecue or nothing crazy, crazy about that. So, you know, uh, I would have to look at myself in that regard and say, okay, James, next year, start doing some Juneteenth shit. And, um, you know, just go ahead and fucking get that in moving forward. Um, you know, it really, it just makes me kind of wonder as a people, like, do we, I don't know, like, do we need that validation? Do we need fucking Bernie Sanders to make that shit a national holiday? Because it's like, it's it's definitely, you know, it's something that I'm looking at now. I'm like, whoa, my parents knew about it. We They didn't celebrate it with us. I knew about it. And then, like, I just had to have a conversation with my son about it because I said, damn, like, they're not teaching this shit in school. Let me go ahead and and, and put this out to them and then you know hey we're gonna start celebrating this but we won't um because we have to have this dialogue um and you know right now reparations is like a big thing the election's coming up we don't really do politics on this podcast but this is juneteenth ish so i'm gonna just talk about really quick uh what I think about that. You know what? Yeah, let's do this because this is my show. Fuck it. All right. So, you know, when reparations is like this real touchy fucking topic, right? And people, when I ask people, do they feel like black people should get reparations or do they not? I think that there's this, sometimes homies are like, yeah, fuck it, get yours. And then sometimes homies think that maybe that that's a, uh, like it's going to come out of their pocket or, you know, whatever, whatever. And reparations can come in many forms. It can come in like, you know, education. It can come in like, you know, uh, I mean, fully funded, you know, HBCUs. Um, it can come like just medical benefits. It can come in like, you know, I mean, like there's just so many things that have been. It's like, how do you attempt to reverse because you'd have to look at like specific instances like redlining of districts um you know like and I talked about earlier on uh you know at the end of you know like Juneteenth when the general rolled down to Texas and he told all the slaves like yo y'all niggas is free but uh you might want to work here and get paid and look don't be congregating at the military institutions motherfuckers so, I mean, like, shit like that, like, yo, some GI Bill shit, like, there's always been stuff that has been, like, just crazy. Um, the economic disparities that came from, you know, Greenwood, Tulsa, Oklahoma, with, you know, how Black Wall Street was destroyed, things like that. I mean, like, so in the form of, like, reparations, I... It, there, I think it's bigger than just, like, some sort of, like, a stimulus check, yeah, yeah. Sure, whatever. But like, I would look. I would be more interested in opportunities. Um, you know, maybe looking at African Americans and giving us m more opportunities to get 
involved in the cannabis industry um, because so many black men have been disproportionately incarcerated due to the war on drugs, things like that. Um, because I mean, shit, if you running shit up and down the coast, given a right, giving the right, uh, you know, situation, you could probably open up a cold blood dispensary chain, you know, I mean, fuck it. Um, and feed the community that way. There's a bunch of different ways, you know, looking at gentrification and, you know, certain plots of land that are in urban areas and maybe looking at, you know, ways to get uh, maybe like uh, some sort of fucking profit sharing going on within the community or something, even if there wasn't enough land, you know, to divvy up, you know, uh, these are just ideas, guys, I'm throwing out because it's definitely a, um, it's something that's in the air. People, they be really in their feelings over it. And uh, it's, I think that it's not as harmful as people think. And it will be a lot more helpful if done right. Um, let's see. Also, when they see us on Netflix about Central Park Five. Really great movie. Um, I would recommend you guys watch it. I started on it. Um, it's like a four-part series. Um, I watched the first one. Central Park Five. It's I, I was gonna say it was a crazy situation. You you know, but I don't I don't know if that really captures the full totality of like the bullshit that was going down. You know, um, you guys really should watch it. Because I'm, I'm I'm watching interviews from police officers now after the fact, and they still swear that those, you know, five young men were in it, like were not innocent. Like, yo, uh, dude, really was fucking there. He really, and you know, they was there. They was part of that shit. Like to this day. So I mean, it's really nuts for me. It, it brought up a lot of emotion being in those particular situations. Uh, you know, as a black man and, you know, dealing with the police and it's just like, man, you know, you kind of, you're in between a rock and a fucking pitfall, you know I mean? You can't even, shit's crazy. And then as a father, it just, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of things that were going on that was really, uh, that had me feeling a, a certain way. About 45 minutes in, I had to stop and go and roll up a blunt and smoke that and then get the last 15 minutes in. <laughs> Oh shit, I had to go twist one family for real. Uh Omar was in that joint though. Omar from The Wire. Shout outs to Omar. Indeed. And uh John Lake Wazamo. He was in shout outs to John Lake Wazamo. I've said it before, I'll say it again on the podcast. In my life story, I want John Lake Wazamo to play me as an adult. And I want um Donald Glover to play me in my teenage and adolescent, you know, young adult years. So, yeah. Work that out, y'all. Figure it out. Okay. So, we're talking more about Juneteenth. We're talking more about social awareness. James in his social awareness pocket soapbox episode. Okay. We're not going to keep you guys too long on this one because I want to keep it, you know, um, short and sweet. And then that way we kind of get into the point. So we've covered, you know, a variety of topics really that did revolve around Juneteenth and my experience, uh, my outlook. And you know what's crazy, though, too, is like 
in different areas, there's like different, there, it, it just, I would, maybe it pops harder because, you know, I put out on Instagram, like happy Juneteenth, you know, put out the dictionary.com, uh, what do you call that shit? The definition, you know, of it. And I got two, you know, replies like, hey, happy Juneteenth. Hey, happy Juneteenth, you know. And it was really, uh, it's one of those things where it's it's mind boggling uh, because I know come 4th of July, everybody's going to be on this 4th of July shit. But a lot of motherfuckers weren't free. Like a lot of people who are, you know, uh, still being oppressed or were at that point in time, you know, when the U.S. got its fucking um, independence from the United Kingdom, Britain, wherever you want to call it. Uh, yeah, everybody's up in arms. So is it just social conditioning? Is it we've been conditioned to celebrate 4th of July? And then that's just what it is. Um, you know, I mean, but I don't know. It's kind of nuts because, like, you know, I, I try to think, like, what other... Because Mexican independence is on September 16th, and that's not... Like, people do stuff, but I don't know if it's like 4th of July. Cinco de Mayo is when uh, they won the war. That shit's like against, what was it, like the French or some shit? Correct me if I'm wrong. We don't fact check on here. Don't fucking, uh, you know, fuck me up in the comments. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's interesting, man, that like, when it comes to Juneteenth, there's, it's crickets. So, I don't know. We got to do more, you guys, to fucking, you know, bring awareness and hang out and, you know, have these discussions. And make it a time of, of beauty and partying. Bump some Al Green or some fucking Meg the Stallion or, you know, fuck it. Whatever. Um, so, moving forward, future projects we got coming up. I don't want to spoil anything. Um... Just stay tuned for, you know, every, uh, I don't know. I don't know what you guys are staying tuned for. I got a few ideas. Uh, Art Hop will be, was it the fucking, damn, it's the 11th, not the 4th. Because once again, here we go. Boom. All right. So, because the 4th of July, every, <laughs> Fresno Arts Council moved Art Hop from the 4th of July to July um, 11th. Let it punch ins. Okay, so what were we talking about? Oh yeah, uh, July fourth being um, Independence Day, Fresno Arts Council moved Art Hop in lieu of the holiday. Um, and you know what? What's yeah? Because people are with their family, they're out of town. So if you guys are um, in town, slide through for Art Hop. Tell me you've been listening to the podcast and, you know, we're going to hold you down uh, as I always like to. While supplies are limited. Um, also, uh, I'm trying to think of any other announcements. That's really, we got our hop coming up. I have some things that are in the works I don't want to spoil right now. When more concrete uh, shit gets, you know, sealed and all of that, then we'll cross those bridges, 
Um, yeah. Other than that, fuck, dude. All right, this is pretty much the end of the episode, guys. We keep this one, you know, under 45, 50 minutes just for the uh, Juneteenth crowd. You know, keep the content going. Oh, also, 90 days of podcasting. Congratulations. Let me buy my motherfucking self a hand. Yeah, 90 days. We haven't missed a week. I really, even if I'm late, you guys, even if I'm podcasting on CPT, colored people time um we still we get the content to you next week we're back um on monday got a guest already lined up really great artist you guys should be uh happy about this one um anything any other announcements that we gotta make i feel like i'm forgetting something but if i am then fuck it uh you guys can check us out. Oh, um, yeah, fuck that shit. All right, you guys, I think that's about it. You could be anywhere on the internet, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Good looking out for the support. This is your boy, your homie, your man, your dude, the host with the most, your guy. Yo, this your guy. Let me in. Okay, hold on. Let me, I got to tell the story. So... Shout outs to Chris. So, so my homie and I, we used to uh, be fucking like we'd be out bombing and shit in indie late night. And this is totally unrelated, but this is you know what this is this is dope too because shout outs to fucking um to Josh Hoss who is in a band the White River Rambler. You should White White River Rambler. You should check out its country and he's also in a band called The Hardies. So Chris and I, which is funny because we're talking about Juneteenth allies and stuff like this. So Chris, you know, he's my homeboy. Me and him roll like fucking Will Smith and Martin Lawrence and Bad Boys movies. We're just always clowning. So we would be out late and our homeboy Josh, he lived downtown, and there was like a bunch of dudes who lived downtown. But at this point, Josh had, had this uh, place on fucking Thirteenth in Delaware, and we would go and we would uh, ring doorbells. And I think we just had this. We would do it at his house, and then it drews. Like we would ring the doorbell, and if they wouldn't, like. No, we would just ring random people's doorbell and we'd be like, hey, this show guy, let me in. Because <laughs> when you buzzed it, the person could hear what you were saying. And, it was, <laughs> and we would buzz random people. We would never go to their place. We would always go to the homie's place. And the homie, I said, because, you know, he's a white cat. He's a cool, cool motherfucker, you know. And we would always like, dude, what the fuck are you guys doing? Because we would pop up. Uh you know, we would chill and shit like that, have fun, and, you know, just chop it up. Um, damn, yeah, shout-outs to fucking Hoss Money, man. Uh, I might have to get that dude on the fucking podcast. Jules and Vincent Vega, major players. Anyway, yeah, that's a song. I should put that on. If I get um, Hoss on the uh, podcast, there's some music that we made back in the day, and I think that he still may have it so we could put that on the um, episode, which would be entertaining because, yeah, it's always entertaining. So, all right, we're wrapping up the episode. That was the tangent. The story may have been funny. It may have... It, it was a great memory. And you know, that's the thing. Um, it's not really about 
you know, color or anything like that. It's just about good people. It's about, you know, people being cool and kicking it. Damn, that's fucking hella funny. Because we also, we went and hooped with those motherfuckers, too. That shit was hella funny. All right. So, anyway. Uh, dude, yeah, shout-outs to Haas. Shout-out to Sauce Money. Shout-outs to Skew. Uh, yeah, all the fucking S2L fucking crew. Shout-outs to K-Tom C. We need to get you on here. Because I need a photographer um, who's still fucking with dark rooms and processing their own shit. And I know you on your shit, Chisel. So hit me up. Uh, yeah, other than that, thank you guys for tuning in. We out of here like Vladimir. This is James Drills over and out. Peace.